Okay, guys, we have found a new phone case that we think you're really going to love. The Wally is a leather case with threaded detail. It has a loop for your finger in the back, but also doubles as a stand when you want to watch a show. It lays completely flat, and the best part is there's a discreet pocket for your credit card or driver's license, so no more losing those things when you have to run into the store. With our code, this case is only $22. It's seriously such a steal for the functionality that you're getting. To purchase your Wally case, head over to wallycases.com forward slash mom voice. That's Wally, W-A-L-L-I, cases.com forward slash mom voice. Shop around for your phone model, pick your case, and then at checkout, enter code mom voice for 15% off. Seriously. Go shop right now while you're listening to this episode. We really think you're going to love it. Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 124. All right, Lauren, you are cutting it down to the wire. I know, <laughs> run, running in the, the door, door <laughs> sweaty and gross. No, you actually look super cute, but good job working out, you guys. She's been at Pilates. Uh, well, <laughs> like that's all I can say, you guys. We, you know, I took the week off in Florida. I took the next week off because it was the last week of school. And, and then it was like... You just have to recover from vacation, well, let's yes. be real. And yeah. then like diving in the first week of summer, I didn't, I, I didn't get back. Yeah. Literally my first week back, so three weeks off, which yeah. I never intended it to be. Three weeks off, and I feel like I'm starting over. No, you my don't. My muscles are just so sore after every class. I'm like, dang. Really? But it feels so good. You know that they're like working and they're breaking and they're building, but like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm starting all over. You I know? kind of am too. Now I'm nervous. I've just yeah. been like slammed with work and like kids in life. I haven't, I've gotten maybe there once a week and I, I try and do a little I bit know. at home, but it's so hard. It in is the so summer. hard. I mean, the thing I love about Pilates is that you're just, you can like feel the muscles yeah. just burning I know. and I it's but yet at the same time you're not like it no it is so hard though I was gonna say it's not like you're running 10 miles and it's like breaking you that way but it is like a it's hard like a it's a different heart. breakdown yes it's very your body right, it's a very intentional like break yes and that's what I love because you know the muscles are like building and you're just you are getting stronger I know I, I love it for so many reasons but man it is I'm paying for it this week I know and I'm like weirdly um nervous to like Go get, back. Go get the full throttle because yes. you're just going to sweat and die all over hurt. again. Yeah, and because it's the sore. I know, but it is a good sore. It's weird, right? Yeah, well, you always like, feel good when you're Ooh. sore because you know you're just doing something good. You're toning something up. I know. You oh guys still have to go check out PowerCore Plus. We just love that Pilates studio here. It's been so good for us. I know. Can you believe we've been doing it? About six or six seven months. months. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. That's good for me. It's been so good. Oh my gosh. And I do think that there's just something to showing up for like a class. Uh, yeah. Like I just get in the door. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you, when you go to a gym, just kind of aimlessly doing your own thing, do you feel like you work out as hard? Oh no, I know I don't. You don't. But then sometimes I crave that kind of workout too, because I just want to like burn the calories, but I want to like listen to my thing or yeah. catch up to Marco yeah. Polo. And like, I kind of crave like that almost a alone time it's a different sure but when you're in a class at at the studio it is just like focus work hard like and you know it's paying off you yeah. know you're getting what you you paid for essentially I have not had a gym membership in 
years forever. Yeah. But I can remember like when I would show up and just like, this is oh, kind sure. of worthless. <laughs> no, well, and, you, and, and if you don't have a game plan yeah. and there's so many great ones like on YouTube oh, yeah. and even like our girl Liz Jones, like you over at Pojo, she, there's so many things out there that can like guide you, but yeah, you've got to be, um, focused and you've got to be disciplined to do yeah, it. I know. And it's, it's hard. Crazy. But so. that is what I like about Power Core is like, I know that those 60 minutes or 45, those 45 yeah. minutes are well used. Yep. And you're getting I'm, what you, yeah, you need. That's so what I, like I love it, it too. It. Oh my gosh. Well, we have a super juicy topic today, you guys. I know. Juicy or intriguing? Or just Interesting. a little eerie. Eerie. We love dun, a good dun, like. Dun. I know, right? We're cue the. the I need sound effects. Sound effects here. Um. Yeah. How did we come upon this well, topic, Lauren? Yeah, we were talking about this sixty minutes. Um. That it it recorded. It aired a few weeks ago now. Um. And it talked about some true UFO sightings yeah. in not far from us in San Diego off the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And it was pretty wild. What did they call it? What's the initials? Not U- UFO. It's UAP UAP, now. according to, and especially in like the military yeah. and the government, they refer to them as UAP. Yes. And which is interesting. And that's unidentified... What is it? Yeah, they're now calling UFOs UAP, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Which is so interesting. Whoa. That's even like more intense than UFO. It totally Flying is. object. <laughs> it could be a kite. Oh it could be a gosh. drone. So but I, now it's a phenomenon. So I didn't watch the 60 Minutes when you did, mm-hmm. but my husband has kind of been talking about this here and there for like a week now. I guess he's been seeing things on Instagram. He's from California, and I guess a few of his friends have like posted a couple things about it. And so I don't know. I heard it in passing and Lauren knows that I love my supernatural stuff, you guys. Like it's not like I'm weird or anything. I don't like I'm not like go chasing ghosts in my free time or anything like that. But I love hearing these stories. I just think it's so fun and eerie. I think and it's fun and exciting mysterious. too. Right. The mystery behind it and I think it's just and then it just gets your brain turning. Oh my gosh. It's like there's you want to make sense of it, but there is well just so speaking of this situation of the UAPs off of San Diego, uh, they were, I mean, the military oh, encountered yeah, it's the it. Navy. And the yeah. Navy off the Navy ship. And they had some fighter fighter flight jet. What do you call those guys? Pilots. The jet, the jet guys, like (laughs) Top Gun. They look like the Top Top Gun gun. guys, right? (laughs) They're out on a plane and they, I see something and they're like going to check it out. Yeah. And the guy tells you, you literally get goosebumps as he's talking about it. And there's a woman too. They were both on, on the plane and they both saw it. They both vouched for it. And the woman did not want to tell her story because she's uh-huh. like, I don't want to be on the press. Yeah. I don't want to be in front of a camera. I don't want the aliens coming for yeah. me. Yeah. Right? right? I don't yeah. want to call them yeah. out. Yeah. But she said they both talked about, literally, it's weird. I It's uh-huh. weird how your body reacts. Yeah, she's I'm got literally getting goosebumps talking about yep. it, which yep. is so crazy. That's your preservation it's mode like, kicking in. You're like, why? This is so strange. Literally, seeing this flat like round object no wings no nothing on it like there's it's like this. they described it as a tic tac yes kind yes. of like that shape right and yeah. there's no wings no windows and it was all white. no antennas like nothing to like you know they're really like what is this and they're coming close down into the water and then it like comes up towards nose them, to nose nose to nose and then he says yes it disappears disappeared he says right in front of him it disappears they vanished. both vouch that vanished vanished and they were like oh i literally that is so weird my body is truly you like guys head these, to toe goosebumps these as i say are it totally reputable 
naval oh. employee, like yeah. naval career naval Probably people. like captain commanders, no, like they've is. been there. The and guy, the the man who was on 60 Minutes being interviewed, he's a graduate of Top Gun. Yes. Like one of the hardest, most elite um you know, flying academies in the world. It's like super reputable. And they've been quiet about it all these years. Like, it's not like they're trying to get rich on it. I know this was in 2004, right? So it's been years now. So 2004, this happened. So what happened? I, you know, so I took a deep dive on this too. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Is some of the footage was recently unclassified, like the actual videos Mm -hmm. that were taken by the Navy, they were unclassified and they got leaked, sent out, whatever, by um, this documentary guy. And the Navy and the Pentagon have verified it. They have come out and said that it is actual footage because I would be the first one. I'm like, I want to believe in this stuff, but I am such a skeptic. I'm like, yeah, right. No way. That's that's fake, like whatever. That's China that's, sending yeah, over yeah, yeah. a missile. Whatever. Come on. But the Pentagon has come out, made a statement, and they said it is actual Navy footage that we recorded. No, it is the creepiest thing ever because they are talking about it like there's no propelling, like it's just hovering. Yeah. It's like not, it's like, because we don't have, I guess when you are in like an actual jet or an airplane, I guess helicopters can, but they have propellers on the top. Right. You can't just hover. I think actually the hummingbird is the only bird that can have like stay in one Stop place. Stop in motion. Yes. Yes. Like if you watch That's a, a good hummingbird. Point. I've never thought about no, that. I a heard, bird has to keep moving. They have or to be in fall motion. Down, probably. Right. Yes. Right. So you have to keep propelling yourself. And I think I heard along the way somewhere about the hummingbird that they're the only ones who can like stop and keep and themselves their wings. in yes. motion, right? Yes. Suspended in air. Okay. And so that's what they were so astonished by is that there was no propelling, no nothing. It had the ability to just kind of levitate. Just levitate. Yes. Right. And just like hover there. No engine, no nothing showing. And then did your mind not blow when he said it vanished? It It vanished. It didn't like zoom off or propel. It disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. He said (gasps) disappeared in front of me. What? And I'm like, oh, I know. I literally, it's bizarre. And then they go on to talk about how it is like a known thing in the Navy that these pilots see these types of things daily. Did they say daily? There was towards the end of that 60 minutes, one of the pilots came on and said, yeah, it's just, we don't know what it is, Hmm. um, but it has been documented. We document it and we come across these things daily. Well, and I mean, but in their mind, again, especially military, they're probably thinking defense mode. What is this? Is this a missile, a bomb? What country's sending this? Who's spying on us? Or satellite or drone. Yes. Yeah, something like that. And and of course, if this happened in 2004, they've been doing their homework. They're chasing it down. They're trying to figure it out. But but they haven't. The eerie part of it is there's no known technology that does what, what this is these doing. things are doing. Yes. So and it's out would, of... Yeah. It's out of our... the known, Understanding our science, yeah, our creations. The known technical advances that we know right now that are at least open knowledge. Maybe China or Russia or somebody has secret weaponry that they're working on. I have no idea. And I don't even think we're being told everything. I think the oh, U.S. Absolutely. government keeps a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that they're letting this out 
you guys, there's probably a hundred times more that is behind closed doors under lock and key, you know? So I don't know. That was just like, oh my gosh. And so Rubio, Mark Rubio. Yeah, right. He comes on at the end. He is heading up. He gets on the Senate floor and he says, he's like addressing this. And he says, we would like a report from the intelligence agency, you know, the CIA, on this matter, we deserve to know what these things are flying in our restricted airspace. Things yeah. are not supposed to be there. So the Senate is supposed to put out a report this summer on UAPs. Stay tuned. Really? Yes. Well, oh, my gosh. I'm, in, I'm so ready for this, you guys. This, so ready. And, and then I got so deep. I was YouTubing all these videos on it. And one of these newscasters that I was watching, he was... <laughs> He goes, what? He goes, just when you think coronavirus was the craziest thing of our whole life, now we've got UFOs and this could top coronavirus. And I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, at least I can get behind this. I can get behind <gasps> oh. foreign objects, aliens, way before like all oh, the riots and the corona. Go? I mean, totally. It's it's literally like mind blowing, like it's you so said. It's so mind blowing. And like, if you're at all religious in any aspect, you try to like find reason with that of like, okay, is this another life on another planet, another world? What is this? Like, God created this, somebody else created this. Like, you just, it's really hard to find the reason with oh it my and how you explain it. But the other thing that I think, I don't want to cut you off. I'm no, sorry. No, no. But I, you guys, this is a little nugget, a little insight into how Sarah's brain works. I have always wondered with things like vampires and magic or anything like that, like they're, they're the result of like folktale, right? And just right. like traditions and stories and things that we've now popularized in like media and stuff. But don't you think there has to be a nugget of truth somewhere oh, for yeah. those stories to even start. Oh, great. So, right. So I the mean, fact that like we're so like aliens and UFOs and all this stuff is such a thing of our consciousness and like everything. I'm like, where did that even start? Where? Right. You know? I mean, there has to be some, right. Some sort of truth some behind little kernel it of something. Of an experience. Right. Well, this goes, this is a good break into my next story about UFOs and actually about a abduction, an alien abduction, essentially. Yeah. I think I've talked to you about this before. I mean, there was straight up a movie made of it called Fire in the Sky. I think your husband has talked to me about this before. Because it happened here in Arizona, which is wild. Yes. yes. Which is really wild. Like, I guess it's, I'm sure every state has their like stories and stuff, but this is a big one that happened here in Arizona, in Snowflake, Arizona. No. Little Mormon town of Snowflake. Snowflake, Arizona, where I I have actually been multiple times. Some of my husband's like lineage comes from Snowflake. So this is just like extra wild. Like, and it's just, there's nothing up there. I mean, for something like this and something so far-fetched. So what happened is the man's name is Travis Walton. Okay. And they worked, him and like his five friends worked in as like forest lumberjacks, I guess, essentially. Oh, sure. okay. And they were heading home one night from work in November, and it was in 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden... They as well, in the middle of the road, see this levitating large, like, I mean, essentially what they would define a spaceship. I mean, <gasps> you know, a spaceship levitating over the road. So as they're talk, like, what the heck, or back up, what do we do? They actually get out of the car because they're annoying, probably immature yeah. kids, right? 20 yeah. something. Well, I, actually, I should find out his age. But I mean, they're like young adults. Yeah. And they walk up towards it and some of them get freaked out and they run back to the car to like get out of there. Oh but my gosh. Travis Walton walks kind of towards it. 
And a straight up, as he describes, he describes this, truth be told, that a light beamed down, just like in the <gasps> freaking movies, a light beamed down and he disappeared. No. Disappeared. So his, their friends get out of there. They get out of there so fast. They're freaked out. Oh, they out. just abandoned ship? Literally like, abandoned that, that spaceship yeah. and my friend. Oh my god, No, he's gone. So they leave. He doesn't show up to work for five days, and they actually, it becomes an investigation, like a murder mystery. They are thinking their friends maybe had like murdered him, something had happened, like foul play, right? So he is straight up missing for five days, five days. And so then he suddenly appears in Heber, Arizona. Naked and sunburned. Yes, naked. Oh, he was naked. He was naked. In Heber, Arizona, and he finds a phone booth, and he literally calls his friends to come get him. And so then it is like crazy because out of nowhere and five days later, he reappears and he's there and he has a story to tell. He literally talks about little creatures, three like little creatures. He, He wakes up in a room that feels like kind of like a hospital bed, like in this big open space. And three little creatures are there. And and I, I have to like in depth, they literally have a movie, but you know, they probably make them look like the, the classic yeah. aliens. But, um, and then they talk, and then he talks about and a human puts a plastic bag over his head and he doesn't like really remember much after that. <gasps> and then all of a sudden he's like dropped in Hebrew, Arizona. What? So of course- lots of speculation, lots of like, this is just, you know, you're trying to make a buck. This is crazy. But he like really swears by it. I mean, I don't know if he was like a religious guy, but like, you know, if he could be like a respectable guy, but like he swears this happened to him. They legit made a movie of it called Fire in the Sky. And he like claims that he was abducted for five days. But like, why, if that's not truth, why would you like put that story out Why would you put that target on your back to be classified a freak life. for the rest yes. of your life. It like, you know, even, or maybe even like what uh, investigated yourself, like, like, I don't even know, whatever weird stuff. So oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, bizarre, like little story right out of Northern Arizona here. And like, there's a book about it, a movie about it. I mean, it's on Wikipedia. I mean, there, it was like literally national news back well, in the seventies. There's like multiple kind of encounters like this that the new unsolved mysteries yeah we were talking um, about that too right have we talked about it in the podcast no, no no just you and i the new netflix unsolved mysteries there's one episode in there that talks about like ufos and i don't remember the details i'm i didn't look it up but i can remember being like oh my gosh like how yes because they profile like all of these different people who live within like i'm just paraphrasing again like a 10 mile radius or or something and they all saw the same thing. Yes, I saw a half of that episode. Yeah. Yes, and oh. they don't know each other. Like, there's no connection between these people. And some of them, the one that sticks out in my head is there was a daughter and a mother, and the mom was driving, and then they like both black out or whatever. And when they wake up, it's switched. The daughter's driving, and the mom's in the passenger seat. Oh, that's go back and watch bizarre. it. Yeah, I didn't finish the episode. I need to, but yeah. I I remember thinking, yes, it's just so crazy. You guys, I am I, just like so blown away by this topic. I know it is so like, and then you really do just want to like, are they out? Is is there life? I want they, answers. Yeah. Okay, America, I need answers. It's 2021. Well, maybe they're going to give them, they well, say. There is like a task force inside the Pentagon that does this. Apparently, there was a, a big thing. Oh, geez, I'm going to butcher this. It was like in the 50s, Project 
blue light, blue mm. something, where they investigated UFOs, flying out, whatever. It was closed. And then they reopened it in like the early 2000s under a different name. And now it's, they closed it and now it's open again where they're investigating this stuff. Well, and they even say, remember when Area 51 was like a big thing the other, like oh, two or three years ago? And they you were guys like, know how I feel about Area 51. Go listen to our conspiracy episode. I remind me. Yeah, I remember forgot what you that's said. We're housing all the UFOs, yes. and the well, aliens yes. are locked up. You know, yeah, in, no, in the and government prison. Right, yeah. right. They we're, said there's some definitely crazy stuff in I'm there. I'm totally kidding. No, but not who really. knows? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Like if they're fine. If this no, but, is like. But to remind you, Area 51 is in Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, and it's restricted airspace. That's crazy. It's they're hiding That's something. That's so crazy. Something's there. Which whatever. Like I want them to be hiding stuff right I, I right you know and I want them to be doing their job so yeah. if they're fig- trying to figure out what's in this outer space beyond us whatever and I mean I have to believe that even if there was life they're not some threat to us right I mean it's not like the movies where they could like I try kind of, to destroy okay, us or there. overtake us I don't think I don't think that I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot okay do you believe there's life other than us in the universe yeah, I do. I totally do. I do. I but those that life could very well be like bugs. That life could be really like, that could be like some sort of foreign animal. That could be literally creatures that mm-hmm. have very smart brains and very, in, you know, great intellect. I, I don't know. I totally think it's a little, um, what am I trying to say? Egotistical. For us to think that we're the only, only intelligent right, life human. out there. Right. I mean, given- Well, humans? Do you think I they're humans? Do you know. think there's some sort of being? I don't know. That That's an interesting thought, too, of I like- don't know. I you know, know and then and then very quickly again, you can turn that very like religious and like your perspective on all things of where, oh my you know, and what and how God plays into that. But it- yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so fascinating. Okay, I have to go watch Fire in the Sky. Yeah, then. I mean, it's such a, you know, I think they made it in like 1993, so it's like a okay. 90s yeah. movie. It's a throwback. But you can, yeah. The oh, 90s yeah. are in right now. Okay. Yeah, the 90s are in, so yeah. go watch a good old 90s movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, A, a okay. creepy little one. Well, I, okay, uh, behind the pod, behind the scenes, you guys, I love this podcast called Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it from day one. It's hosted by um, Ashley Flowers from Crime Junkie. Yes. And it's just so right up my alley. I think all these things are super fascinating. And literally, there are a few times where I have called Lauren and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, you are not even going to believe because it's all very fact driven. They have like a research team behind the this podcast that like, really puts in the work to research all of these things and like give you sources and all and of that. And she does give sources. On the website, you can find source material. Yeah. That's huge because yeah. some of the things that she says are yeah. so extreme, like so unbelievable. There's also the Unsolved Mysteries podcast that I love. Oh, do they have a podcast? <laughs> yeah, Unsolved Mysteries? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's different from the TV show, but and the guy who narrates it or hosts it, he has the creepiest- Does he? Like- you guys know what I'm talking about. If you listen, it's like the best voice ever, for, creepiest voice ever. And Made he for the job. It. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Steve French is his name. And um, anyway, there's an episode called "The Shadow Man," and I listened to it. Where was I at? 
Oh, we were in Florida, I think, when I listened to it. And I you, just remember, you oh yeah, would Poolside. we're literally at Disney oh, yeah. and the happiest place on earth, and, at Earth, and she's listening to the Shadow Man in her ear. You guys, she would all the she time, would. all the time. Uh, no, this was Poolside on Friday. Oh, even I yes. had like it was. It's she's like, like I'm so gonna funny. relax and listen to the to the sh- what is it Shadow, the shadow Man? Man the Shadow Man so kill true. people in the night. I know. Okay, no, I have to recap the story for you though. Okay, in this specific episode, they profile this family. Family, the I think it's like the Pratt family or something like that. And it talks about how they find their dream home in this like really small farm town in Nebraska and how at first it seems, it's just like the movies. At first it seems to just be like, yes, we found our little piece of property, our retreat, all the things. And there's like this, there's the main house on the property. And then there's like the, not the outhouse, but like a storage shed or something like that. Barn. Yeah. And so they have two daughters, I think. And one of the daughters, the mom explains as always being like, she's always been sensitive. And I can totally, yeah. Ju- I, I know children like that. I would almost say I'm that way to some degree. Like I don't, and you kind of say too, like you, you can pick up on people's emotions yes. or kind of things. Those senses. I think some people are more sensitive to those types of things than others. They said, from birth, like their daughter had always just been very sensitive to things. Like even as a baby, she would like talk to herself and have oh. like a pretend friend. <gasps> no, I had a pretend friend. And, an imaginary An imaginary friend. friend. I did. Her name was, oh, my mom's going to kill me. What is it? Lisa. Lisa? I did. And when you have an imaginary friend, it, you literally never saw anything, right? I it was just remember. like That's just someone you were like pretending like was there to talk no, to honestly, and stuff. Honestly, I don't remember it because it happens when you're three and four. Like it's in that magical playtime, you know, like yes, Luke's age. Right. When you can just like. But is it at that little of an age it was when they for can me. acknowledge, yeah. like, oh, I have a friend it here? It was for me. Yeah. Interesting. And I remember, I mean, my parents talk about it here and there. Like they'll be like, yeah, Lisa lived under your bed and oh. you played with. Under your bed. That's terrifying. (laughs) It's crazy. And so they tell the story of their daughter who she she would like have taught play with these people. And one day the mom was like, Who are you talking to? You know, like, oh cute. And she was like, Oh, the the tall man. And she's like, Yeah, well, what does he look like? And she went and pointed to a picture in their house, and it was of the mom's grandfather. Yeah, who okay. had again, obviously goosebumps. died and passed okay, away. Okay, okay, okay. Goosebumps just running down my body again. Yeah, huh? and so she w- she was like playing with her great grandfather. Okay, but so then, then that can be tender and sweet too. No, it was. That and can so be that's, sweet. That's oh, where the mom here to was see like great granddaughter. Yeah, so that's where the mom was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird, but whatever. She didn't like question it or anything like that. So cut to them in their new home. Right, this daughter is now like 13, 14. The two girls are out one night and they come across the old storage building on the property and they see this man, like a shadow of a man. He doesn't really have a face, they said, but it's like a build of a man and whatever. And so obviously they're freaked the heck out and they like run back to the house and, but they start referring to this as the shadow man, right? Mm. Okay. So then it goes on like over the next, I don't remember, again, I'm butchering this, the next few months or whatever, the daughter starts having, both daughters start having really weird experiences in their home. Like one that caught me was where one of the daughters was laying in her bed and she literally is woken up 
to what she describes as people punching the mattress from underneath her bed. Can you even? Can no. you even? And she no. obviously is like freaked the crap out and she doesn't sleep in her room for months after that. Well, so the family's like creeped out. They're trying to get any help that they can and they contact these people who like search for ghosts, which, okay. Sorry if that's you, but that's weird to me. Like your ghost, the hunters. ghost chasers. Yeah, the ghost, ghost chasers. They make a career and so a show bizarre. out of it and all of it. But they come with all their equipment and whatnot, whatever, and they're recording all of this audio at night. In the recording, when they review it, they come across a name. It says a name, and he says his name is Stephen Richards. And that is that means nothing to these people. Okay, in the twenty first century. But when they go to research it, Stephen Richards was, he was, you guys, a serial killer in that region of Nebraska in the 1800s. Oh, who killed a woman, her entire family, all of that. So it talks, the whole episode goes on to talk about how this serial killer from the 1800s is haunting their house. And how they do all this stuff. It is like, you guys, next level. And I'm like, oh my god. Literally gosh. head to toe goosebumps, you yeah, guys. Like, ah, I'm literally. No, it's literally really so covered. freaky on my legs, too. Oh my god. Ah, the no. serial killer just upped the game there. No, but you guys, it's like, it's not like they even <laughs> knew about this guy. It was right. It was like over a hundred years ago. Like right. nobody talks about him. So that has to be like it has real. to be real. It has to be real. And I'm a skeptic. And I mean Oh my gosh. I was just like, no. Oh my gosh. And yeah. haunted and like what it, it and just haunted and like just weird experiences. Yeah, like they would be having dinner up. and they would like, you know, feel his presence like very dark. He made the home very, very dark. Like That's he was trying to get, get there. out of there. Yeah. Oh. Get out of there. Oh. Every time oh. I watch those movies, I am like, why? One why? weird thing, get out. Like I know. be done. I know. Don't wait for the next. No. Like, and they every obviously, every scary movie, they're just like, huh? No, huh? but they did talk about that. They were like, we just didn't have any option. We didn't have anywhere else to go because they didn't have any family, I think, at the time to like turn to, and they couldn't sell the house. They couldn't afford it. And so it was like something weird. But no, it was totally creepy. Okay, really quick. I know I'm rambling on this. No, subject. this is so juicy. There is another one that has stuck with me too in in the form of like the ghost stories again gosh the new netflix series on unsolved mysteries there's an episode that is called tsunami spirits and it's all in japanese it's so annoying like you have to read subtitles i don't watch that one you didn't watch it but girl it talks about in hold on what year was this this was in um 2011 okay in japan there was this massive um, tsunami. That, yeah. That well, the hit. tsunami. It was like that was the big, the, one. The big one that the we all remember. One. Yeah, yeah. wiped killed, out half of. Yes, it killed like twenty thousand. Yes, people. that was so insane. It demolished this place. Okay, and in the episode, it goes on to talk about how people all over that town started seeing spirits of mm. of soon, people who were killed in the tsunami, and how like the thing that I remember is the taxi drivers they would pick up people and start driving to the destination. And then when they would turn around, the people weren't there anymore. <gasps> the ghosts. Like they, they were, were actually seeing the ghosts. Yeah. Like, and, and so that taxi driver has to think the ghost is an actual physical person. Right. Like it's not said. some floating spirit, no, like no. see-through thing. Exactly. It's a person. And they profile this one woman on the episode, this Japanese woman who says that she's always been able to see spirits. 
like she's known that from age of her child. Remember I watched the show Medium a long yeah. time ago? Oh, and yeah. I think I talked about it on the podcast, but it's the same thing yeah. where she she's like aware and she knows their spirits. And it was the creepiest thing because this woman is like, um, I can see them, but they don't know that I can see them essentially. So I can ignore them. But she says she comes across this group of like three guys in the road and they look lost and they don't know where to go. And she goes, I think they didn't know they were dead. (gasps) Yeah. And so she stops and talks to them and explains to them that they were killed in the tsunami (gasps) and that they need to go towards the light or something like that and find, you know, whatever. Can you even? Oh my gosh. I can't. And then it kind of goes on to talk about how part of their culture and religion in that part of the world, death and life are very tied together. Like Mm -hmm. I think in America and Christianity and everything, there's like a hard break for us when we die. Right, right. You know, a lot of other religions, Hinduism, we're going to talk about that in a minute. It's very fluid. Like the spirits kind of live on, and even like Coco, right? right. Even the movie Coco, they get the day to come, day back. of the day dead, day and like yeah. they honor the spirits are there with them, and like all. It's more of a fluid thing. And so as I'm watching this, I was like, I wonder if it's a thing of like if you believe, like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. your belief and your faith in that, like allows it to manifest to you. I don't know. So interesting. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Well, and that's interesting because I do believe, well, I think unfortunately a lot of people that don't have any sort of religion or faith do think death is death and you're done. You just are buried in the ground. Yeah. And even in our faith, I mean, we do believe we'll see our loved ones again. We will have that day we to see them again and be reunited. But like, yeah, I, it, it's so interesting because it's like the... the what do we want to call it? The spirit world, I guess. Yeah. I guess we want to call it the spirit world. It is like, I have just never had anything even remotely oh, close to an experience in that, in a dark or a good way, yeah. in, in, in the light and the happy and being reunited or in like a creepy dark way. Yeah. So it's so hard for me to grasp. Like oh. I literally feel like I could grasp easily to more easily to UFOs than this. And, and I not know. that I'm saying it doesn't happen. Yeah. I do, but like it but is it's so, tangible. It's yes, like a it's tangible like, thing. But this is so like distant for me. I just never, and I do know directly people that have had very yeah. different, almost scary experiences, but I just, not even like slightly, not even like voices seeing, and I, I've never. So I, to me, to like even imagine this situ- situation or scenario of like that woman who continually mm-hmm. sees dead, you know, spirits, dead I know. people. I know. I can't, I, I, it is so beyond me. I know. And then the haunting of it, like uh, that is next level. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like one thing if it's like people want to like reach out to their family or, or what, heaven and forbid, they're lost. That's what she's, well, oh. oh, okay. Another TV show. You know, I get all my info from TV shows. Ghost Whisperer. That's her you mission Ghost in life. Whisperer to lead, to you guide know, them back. To the, she finds all these poor lost souls and she helps them go towards the light. But when you like research this, it does talk about how, um, how, Parts of the world where they believe in this type of thing and spirits and reincarnation and all of this, there's like exponentially way more reports of it than in the US and like Christian places. Interesting. And I don't know. I don't know if that's like we aren't aware of it, we're not in tune with yeah, it. Yeah, we have some sort of boundary we, or that we, like we're ashamed to report those things or like whatever. For sure. But it's so intriguing to me. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow. 
And then I'm like this tempted to like make a game plan with Jeremy. Like, okay, if I pass away, here's yeah. the game plan. I'm gonna We're meet going you here. here at this time and I will appear, like be there. <laughs> You'll know that's me, okay? Because I'm gonna do this. Oh my gosh. Well, that but that nice. goes right into the next wild story of oh like gosh. The Hindu yes. faith. And you have to tell that. Like every time I hear that, that as well gives oh, me chills down my spine. I made you listen to it. Yesterday. Oh yeah. I and it is like You guys. You guys. I, I don't know how many more times I can say mind blowing, but this one's even next level. Okay. On all of these supernatural topics, the most intriguing, you know, like truly mind blowing ones to me are the reincarnation cases. Yes. And they're super rare. Like I think the actual like proven ones and there are some proven ones i'm gonna go into one okay it's just like indisputable yeah. you can't dispute it There's as just, much as like you want to it, it, it is it, what as it is as much as it as impossible as yeah. it seems literally yeah. impossible yeah it is what it is it is so okay i'm gonna tell you this one story there was this little girl who was born in 1926 okay in india and her name was shanti devi okay she was like completely mute for her first three, four years of her life. Okay. Her parents like start kind of getting concerned, like, oh, she's not talking, you know, but she's a totally normal girl. Other than that, she reaches the age of four. And when she starts talking, it comes out in like full sentences. And she tells her parents that her name is not Shanti. It's Lugdi. Okay. She goes on to give her parents all of these details at four years old of who she really is, that she's not this little girl. She's not Shanti. Her name is Lugdi. She's from this other town in India. She's married. She explains who oh her- Oh my gosh. Like she gives all of at this At the stuff. age of four. At the age of four, she's telling her parents, this is my husband's name. He's got fair skin. He wears glasses. He has a wart on his left cheek. She tells them exactly like where her home was, that it was a yellow house, like that she died from complications giving birth to her son. Oh like my all of this crazy details, right? The parents are like admittedly like taken aback and like, whoa. Yes. But again, they live in India and they're Hindu and that's part of the religion. But I guess in like Hindu culture and religion, it's not necessarily like a good thing for the kid, for, for you to remember a previous life. I don't know. I don't really know so all the do details. They, do, yeah. Do they believe like everyone's reincarnated or is it just like in rare situations? I don't sound so stupid No, I don't topic. know either. I don't know. No, I don't know. I think kind so. Kind of more of a... I think so. But I think it's kind of a... Uh, you guys, don't quote no, me no, on this. No, 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 I think it's kind of a bad omen or something if you can recall your previous Interesting. life. Interesting. Okay? Or so, something's left open. Yes. So the parents are like really reluctant to kind of put it out there or seek help sure. or anything like that. So cut to her being like seven, seven or eight, her school years, right? Shanti, Dash, Lugdi, whatever. She's in school and... At school, she's just continually talking about these things, about her previous life, who she is. The schoolmasters, the teachers, what we would call the principal, they then get involved. They're like, okay, this is either like really strange or it's got to be real, right? They reach out independently from the parents. They reach out to the man who she's claiming to be her husband. Oh my gosh. And they set up a meeting, okay? 
And there, he lives in the town, what, a few I hours away, it's like right? Matra or something right, like that. It's away. another another town. They set up this meeting. The the husband was like, okay, I'm gonna put her to the test. Before he agrees to meet with her, he sends his brother to her home, his brother. So it would right. be her brother-in-law, right? Right. The brother-in-law goes, and the second she sees him, she runs up to him, puts her arms around him, and says all of these things that only those two would know. Oh, my gosh. She knew that he used so to have a crush great. on her. Oh. Like, all these things, right? The brother then goes back to her husband and says... Yeah, it's real her. deal. It's like her. this is it. So they schedule the meeting with the schoolmaster, right? And he, the husband at the last minute is like, "I I know a way to test her. I'm going to claim to be my brother or somebody else. If she accepts that, then I know she doesn't know me, right? It's right. a lie, like a trick. The second that she sees him, she knows exactly who he is. She's like elated, all of the things." She recalls all of these things, these private discussions they had of him not remarrying, even though he did. And oh like, my gosh. like all these things that right. only the two of them would know and like truly blows his mind. This case gets escalated to the degree where Gandhi, the Gandhi, right? The Gandhi. leader of the Hindu yes. religion that we all have heard of. He gets involved and oh he like gosh. commissions an investigation on Shanti. Long story short, they end up, you know, confirming that it is an actual verified case of reincarnation. Well, and what I found you was guys. interesting that you said like she eventually, well, in reincarnation, they do eventually forget yeah. these so details, they I've, move on in life. So I've seen a few like, or I've heard a few podcasts, I've seen a few shows or whatever um, where reincarnation is talked about. I don't like seek it out a ton at all, really, but I've come across it in a few times. And most of the things, times that I hear it, it's like it fades from their memory by the time they're yeah. like eight, nine, ten. It's almost like as in those early years, we can't even remember them. Mm -hmm. Like we don't remember being three or four, but the kids are very aware and then they're talking a lot and they tend to like forget and become their new life. They live their new life. Oh my God. And so it's so, and, but Shanti never forgot. She's the one who like, she, she did, okay. Till her dying day, she could recall everything. Her and her other life. All of it. Yeah. And, and how did her child she gave birth to play into it? I know. I don't remember. Did they I connect? Have, I think so. I don't But remember. how confusing for that child to be like, my mom oh my is gosh. in this eight year old girl. What? Like, well. Well, I guess it's part of their like religion though. Right. And I, mean, I guess it can't be that weird, but And I mean, I think Hindu I think Hinduism is like the third largest religion. Like over a billion people believe this and like it's it just is so like literally when I listen to her story or any of them where it's like stuff that you just cannot dispute. Right. A three-year-old, a four-year-old is not able to go Google. They didn't have Google back then. Right. But you know what I mean? She had no way to like have all these things and she no. and she like also said like she referenced the town that they lived in yeah. by like the the slang term yes, yes. and they they would never she would never have heard that before no, in her life like they never had said that before oh my gosh, you guys and so I'm like there are just things and pieces that it literally it ugh, I don't know how many times we say that it just is so your your brain can't even process it and then you do want to make sense of it and uh, then you do want to again even in like a religious aspect or like facts like how 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 do these things happen how 
how does that happen? Oh and it gosh. happens. And like what that. Does it mean? How can you? How can you not believe that when oh. there are so many cold hard facts there? Yeah. I didn't realize it was so long ago. So it was in the twenties. Nineteen twenty. She was wow. born in twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. like into the thirties, and they still yeah. documented all of that. That's oh, yeah. fast. Well, and Gandhi getting involved. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gandhi is the oh my the gosh. Gandhi. I know. Jeez. Oh my gosh. And I mean, incredible. I mean, while you're talking about, re- we're talking religion. I mean. The Catholic faith, they very much believe in like dark spirits and they exercise them and they have all of these processes of like the priest, you know, performing yeah, exorcisms. exorcisms. And yes. like that stuff is very well documented. They right. keep like immaculate records. And I mean, there's so many cases. Again, I've never really deep dived into this, but I've heard it on a few podcasts. The cases of the exorcisms are just like I. I mean, I only know of the movies, and nothing. I've never seen the movie, but I think it's like a legit thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and that's super (gasps) next level, like disturbing, and it gets so scary. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope that you can still sleep at night tonight. I mean, really, none, nothing we said was too eerie, but like, I mean, these are all things to just like literally this make is, the wheels turn in your head. This is topic for dinner, though. Yes. If you need a date night topic for your husband. Tell them these stories. You guys get to talking about when this. When Sarah first told me that reincarnation story months back, I just like couldn't even believe. Like, it was just like, wait, what? And then I listened mind. to the podcast. I mean, it is so, it's... It really is. It's it, it's just so interesting. And then you talk to other people, and really, people. Everyone has a story. Everybody. Has everyone it. has. I ex- really don't though. No, I don't either. But like, oh, my brother did yeah. this. Oh, my grandma. This happened. And you then guys my send sister. us your stories. Yeah, if you have a story, send <gasps> it to us. I I do. You know, I do. I do talk to a handful of people that have had like you know weird dark experiences or maybe just like like I we didn't dive into it today but we were going to touch even on skinwalkers oh my gosh. and skinwalkers again is another like Arizona. I don't know what that is but it sounds Skin, creepy right it's like a native american oh. like um Ooh. You, you can like morph into different things Ooh. and sometimes even like animals and things like and twilight yeah kind of like <gasps> a twilight thing Ooh, and i mean Jacob. there's again in another faith and like culture it's a very true thing oh, and skinwalkers are a thing and we're here in arizona where there is a lot of reservations and we're close and there's been stories of that i mean like it's Whoa. just like everyone has a story and you it's guys like, i have a brilliant idea you know how on Instagram you can leave voice messages and direct in DMs? Yes. Send us a voice message and tell us your story. Yeah. We'd love to and share. And we might play them. Yeah. Let's do an episode sharing everybody's stories. Yes. <gasps> and if it's so too long, I know I think we you can, can only it. record like minutes at a time. Oh, or shoot. you can type it out and we can, we can read it for or you. Or you could record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us. Whatever. I'm Sarah at so the Mom fun. Voice and yes. she's Lauren at the Mom Voice. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh my gosh. I mean, we love to kind of get wrapped up this in is these so fun things. for me i know the supernatural and all so the like cool. different it, it it is so intriguing to did us did you ever watch that show Which supernatural one? with the cute guys on cw yeah no i didn't either maybe i need to do that maybe you do need it's to. got like 19 seasons I yeah feel like and they i did think they it just finished like oh i feel gosh. like they just closed it out That's so nuts. you should watch that i really should oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh okay well we're going long but let's wrap up i i really hope you don't think we're crazy i i'm always like i know lauren like knows I have a healthy fascination with these things. Yes. Oh, but, but I promise I'm not some fruitcake who like searches for UFOs. No, and but stuff. it's it's it's. But part- go watch that sixty. Yes. 
<laughs> go watch it. No, I think it's kind of just a fun conversation. Oh my gosh. I think it's just so different and it just really makes you think about a lot of oh, things. So cool. So I know. So cool. Let's, yes. Okay, let's do our hits and misses. What was your hit of the week? My hit is I'm going to just spin on to tennis. I guess talking about our like whatever activities. Yeah. Um, well, just because it's full blown summer here, so it's hot, and so my morning lessons have gotten switched around. And I like went and played tennis at 6 a.m. this week. Okay, which Sydney, is, our yeah. friend Sydney, she like hikes at like 4 oh, a.m. <laughs> yes, Sydney does. She hikes at the crack of dawn, and I, I just like, oh my gosh, I'm setting my alarm to That's get up so and good. get out and get active, and I did it. And I actually wasn't like in the morning like that early. It actually isn't bad. No, it, like it's, it's nice, nice. Yeah. and as we're hitting like gonna be in triple t- you know digits here are you gonna I mean, keep it's doing nice. that I, I'd like to maintain it so I just don't lose my like skill level yeah. that I have like gotten to and so yeah. I can keep growing but I don't know I'm not gonna stress about it either yeah. like if I get there I get there so oh, that's so good but it's been yeah it's been fun so um, you guys Lauren has the cutest tennis outfits oh stop. no you really do every time I see you after tennis I'm like uh, stop right now. No, I will say tennis is so like cute. so fun to wear the tennis skirts and all the fun little. Oh my gosh, oh, it's, it's, it's fun. so cute. <laughs> I love it. Girls. Uh, so cute. But it is kind of it's fun. Okay, well, my hit. I have to give you an update on my dog. Yeah, um, Miss Kit. She is going on. Geez, she was born in September. Do the math for me, Lauren. What She's is almost that? Eight, eight, yeah. Almost a year. Yeah. Almost a year. And we're Nine still having months. some potty accidents here and there, but the main issue lately has been barking, lots of barking. She's a Dotson, and apparently that's kind of normal for her breed. Um, long story short, the hit is that we had a trainer come over, a dog trainer. Yes. And you guys, he straight up did some voodoo magic on that dog. Yes. I'm not Speaking even of kidding. magic. Not even kidding. It was incredible. He was there for two hours, and he had her doing all these commands, doing all of this stuff. Granted, all of it's not happening anymore, but since we've been trying to do it, I'm like, he's so good at it. But I will say the hit is that she is trainable. It gave me like hope. Yes. It gave me hope. Well, and I think any dog is trainable and it's like just having the right tools. Like we never sought out a trainer and stuff and there's still things I know Gus could be better at for sure. But I think it is so intriguing how those trainers know what to do and how to get and how to like and the guy the whole time he's them. like oh it's so easy it's so easy I'm like shut up it's not I know, easy it's complicated and very Ugh. frustrating it's right so frustrating so it's like that's potty exciting. training on crack you know that's that exciting never are you gonna follow up with him then well I think we might send her to a two week camp with him good for you yeah you know, like hard, I mean it, uh, just nip it in the bud kit, and get it done you know? I know yeah. right right Ugh, it's painful I know okay what's your miss um my miss is kind of like I've talked about talked about it before, but it's my neck. I have just been really having, yes, every, I mean, almost every other day I wake up with like a new kink, a new knot, like, and it's funny because my father-in-law is a chiropractor. And so it's literally like, I can, now that I like felt him adjust me and like feel like the science of the vertebrae, like I literally can feel the vertebrae that's like knocked out no and kinked and the muscle that's tight around it. And it's just so frustrating. Oh I bought the nice pillow. And it's not I, working? I mean, I've gotten some massages, but I just have got to figure it out. I feel like I wake up just yeah, tweaked. tweaked and sore and 
hurting a lot of days. And it's, I don't know. It's weird. It Uh, is really weird. We need to talk because that was my life for so many years. And weirdly enough, I don't have it much anymore. That's so good. I know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, That's the worst. Okay. Well, my miss, you've been staring at it for the past hour, is my skin, my face. My skin on my face, you guys. It's not as bad as you make out, but no, I know. It's really I know. Not. And there's there's nothing worse though when you don't feel confident with your skin. It's all relative though, because for me it's like a lot. I've never had any acne really, even mm-hmm. as a teenager or anything. But I don't know, something when I came home from Florida, I broke out or was in the beginning stages of breakouts all over the mask part. You know, like down, even like under my chin where the mask goes down, Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. down in here, it was like crazy next level. And so I found really good products at Target. I'm going to, I'll put them on Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us at the mom voice podcast and I'll post them on stories this week. I found this awesome acne wash face wash. And then I have a whole regimen of like a, a serum and like a cream and yeah. it, and the mighty patch. Oh my gosh. The mighty patch. The mighty I know. patches They're so good. are incredible. Yes. Those are great. These are like stickers that go on your face and they straight up suck everything out of totally. your pimples, whiteheads, whatever. It's nuts. It's so cool. So anyway, I feel like it's my miss, but it's turning into a hit because yes. hopefully by next week I will be recovered. You're on track. Totally. Oh, that's uh, so good. It's just rough. I know. Well, we shared skincare not too long ago. Yeah. A few weeks, uh, kind of a replay. That's a great one to just, it's if you just, need to get on track. There's just nothing more annoying than being 35 and dealing with acne. No, it absolutely. Sucks. I'm like, oh I my know. gosh. I know. In summer when you don't want to wear any makeup right. and to have You're swimming skin. and all that. I know. Uh, anyway. Okay. Well, that was it for this show. This this was like my favorite. I, I know. It's it. so fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We thought it'd be fun little spin on things. Oh, I just love this kind of stuff. Obviously, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you have an awesome week. We are back next week with um, an interview with the baby wise mom. Yeah, that one and will be so helpful. She is like my number one parenting guru that I follow and I've loved her for years. So I kind of geeked out during this interview, but lots of helpful information. So make sure you're subscribed go press the subscribe button right now and great to share with maybe any of your friends or you know sisters that have just had a baby or pregnant because i think there's so much good content there. so much good mom content for sure and we talk about more than just sleeping yeah because kind of the follow-through yeah she's like all in i mean she has resources for everything yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's just incredible Uh so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast for that you don't want to miss that one um anything else love that's it all right guys well we really appreciate you being here we are back every monday with a brand new episode and if you enjoy what you heard today please consider leaving us a five-star rating and a review wherever you listen and please share us with your friends and family on social we would really really appreciate it and make sure to tag us so we can say thank you yeah we we like to connect with people when we can for sure all right we will talk to you soon all right take care of each other bye-bye and before you head off to tackle your day we just want to remind you about the pogo pass as we dive into summer for all the fun activities for you and your family the pogo pass is offered in five different regions across the country and gives you access for fun attractions in your area Go to pogopass.com to purchase and enter our code MOMVOICE for $10 off each pass at checkout.